This is Passport Two, People and Places, brought to you by Jules Verne, taking you around the world, sharing memories and introducing you to the people at the heart of everything we do. I'm Abby, and in this series, I'll be delving into past adventures, inside stories, future journeys, inspiring you to discover the wonders of the world. Hello listeners, this is a very special episode. It's our one year anniversary of transporting you around the world through our podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, this is probably the perfect place to start. Because with every conversation we've had on this podcast, I have asked our guests, where in the world has captured your heart the most? So stay tuned to the end of this episode to hear snippets from the people who have captured my heart the most this last year of wonderful conversations. As it's the one year anniversary, let's do a little recap. Where did Passport 2 People and Places first start? Well, in episode one, Debbie's smiley nature came across perfectly on the podcast as she reminisced about all of the places she's visited throughout her career in travel. Being up in the air, time to dream, time to think about the destination you're going to, the next destination you want to go to. So, yeah. And what's your next destination you want to go to? Oh, good question. I think for me, it probably would need to be Bhutan. I think Bhutan for me is that real far-flung destination, you know, mm-hmm. that real faraway place. Um, my husband's been, so I've, of course I've heard his stories and I've seen the photos, but also we sponsor a child in Bhutan. Wow. Yeah, so we started sponsoring him about, I don't know, four or five years ago. He's in a rural part of, of, of Bhutan, but we get regular sort of messages and photos back from him. He's called Dower and um, he's probably about 14 or 15 now, but it would be lovely to see what Bhutan's got to offer, but to meet him too. Yeah, that would be wonderful to meet him and experience that. In episode two, we spoke to Francis. Francis told tales of a magic bus backpacking across Europe, how he got into travel, and the amazing experiences he now gets to share with his family on his holidays. I got uh, coaches or um, there, there was a bus called the Magic Bus and you got the bus from Athens to London, Victoria. Wow. <laughs> and it was like two nights on it. So I only did it once. So that gives you an idea of how bad it was. So once was enough. Yeah, absolutely. The Magic Bus. I like the sound of that. Could that be something that we could uh, reintroduce, do you think? Um, the it, magic it, it was bus. only like six pounds or something, you know, oh. so it was unbelievable. So it was, it was excellent value, but but it was pretty painful. In episode three, I was delighted to be joined by Vineet. Vineet travelled from India to the UK to record this podcast. His passion for India just oozes, and I was delighted to be able to share that conversation with you. The thing about India is that more you explore it, more you fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and first time is, and one time is never enough. Do you have a particular area in India where you you think, oh, that's where I belong, or... Well, I, I'm from mountains, so okay. you, I was born in um, a place close to Shimla. So, of course, that's always closer to heart, right? You're born up there, you're born there, you're brought up there. Uh, you love the fresh air, you live, love the place uh, so much. So I always love uh, to go back to Shimla and spend some time there, be with family. Closing your eyes and thinking about Shimla, what are you hearing? What can you see? Actually, nothing. Nothing. Complete quietness. Um, it's so quiet. So, uh, you know, I, I moved to the Delhi. 
In episode four, I was joined by Denise, a fearless, inspirational traveller who has travelled the globe and still is adding to her bucket list to this day. Denise spoke to me about Jordan, Burma, Victoria Falls, Botswana and her journey to Antarctica. It was a true pleasure to have that conversation. And as we were coming down to land, you see this little jeep and there are two guys in the jeep and go, well, they must be there for us because there's nothing else here. And yeah, it was just magic. And the, the, the eco camp that, that we stayed at was brilliant, just absolutely magical. So everything from, you know, the food was wonderful, the staff were terrific, the guides were amazing, the wildlife was astounding. And actually the first night in particular, I do remember, because we stayed, we're in tents. It's definitely glamping. It's not, it's not rough camping, but, um, but it is under canvas with a wooden floor. And I remember the first night, it was quite windy, and you could hear you know, the, the sides of the tent flapping around. But also you hear the animals. Uh, and I do actually remember the, the camp manager telling us that there was a pregnant lion who was kind of meandering around and, oh, you might hear her at night. And she walked past my tent, I think, at night, and it wasn't like I was jumping up and opening up the the tent flaps and going out to check <laughs> but um, but I did hear because I could hear the, the grunting noises that she was making as she was walking along but that's it you know you're, you're lying in bed and it's complete silence and then you hear In episode 5 I was joined by David the founder of Tent with a View Safaris in Tanzania not only was this an educational conversation for myself but David's passion really shone through I think sort of got under my skin, all these people coming with these little tents on top of the car. Of course. So we said, Master and I, I said to my city, right, we're going to make our own version of a, of a rooftop uh, tent and it's going to have a bath in it and it's going to have a flushing loo in it. Yes. And so the flushing loo went in the passenger seat. And the funniest bit about that is when the team go out to drive the bushrovers into situ, one guy has to sit on the loo all the way, which, of course, elevates him. So he's creaked and he's got his head crushed against the roof while he's driving. Um, but the, ba- the bath in the back was the key thing. And, of course, whenever you showcase one, we do have one in the UK that yeah. occasionally goes out and about. And uh, the first, you know the reaction. As soon as somebody goes round the back, they go, ah, I've got a bath in the back. It's, it's the first thing. <laughs> in episode six, I was joined by Rachel. We spoke about how we can make our travel choices more sustainable, travelling from the Caribbean to the Far East to food-tasting safaris. We really did travel everywhere in that episode, including the idyllic paradise that is the Maldives. You know, it's right up there. When you talk about special occasion holidays, which we do a lot of, things like honeymoons, anniversaries, big zero birthdays, the Maldives is right up there. It's a very magical destination. There's nowhere like it. You know, when you think of hotels, you know, you've got a certain image in mind, haven't you? And when you think of hotels on the Maldives, they're totally different. They are islands. In episode seven, I was joined by our partners in Egypt, Tarek and Rania. Tarek's tales of the less visited parts of Nile really did bring the destination to life. And his partner Rania spoke about her sneak peek to the Grand Egyptian Museum, the Gem, which made us all very jealous. I was I was lucky I was lucky lucky enough one of my friends she works with the construction company and um, I was so I'm I, I, I know a lot of Egyptians are very proud of their history but honestly I was very surprised when I went because the design of the gem um 
you can't just spend one day. No. You can't just go there and visit unless you're going for a specific discovery or a specific mission. But honestly, this... In episode eight, I was delighted and honoured to be joined by Simon Reeve, journalist, adventurer and brand ambassador, author and many, many more. The question I always ask is, which place in the world has captured your heart the most? Mm. It's such a tough one. Yeah, I've been to something like 130 countries, but you're twisting my arm. Ow, ow. (laughs) So I've got to come up with one. Um, I'm going to say Madagascar. Okay. Madagascar has knocked me sideways in every possible way. It's astonishing. It's very unlike anywhere else. The people there are quirky and eccentric and brilliant and friendly. They have bonkers, wonderful food. They have strange, magnificent customs. And you see sights there the like of which I've never seen anywhere else on planet Earth, going over hills and seeing uh, cowboys herding a huge... In episode nine, I was joined by Beata, live from Sicily. I remember as we spoke, she sat there with her dogs by her feet, looking out of the window at Mount Etna, slowly bubbling away and erupting in the corner. What an amazing place to record a podcast. Yes, I think so. At least that's what we try to, (laughs) to get through, yeah, the message. That okay, that's an interesting part. Naturally, we always uh, talk about the history of mafia. That is clear. You need to know what it's all about. But uh, people also realize that in in the daily life, you, you don't feel much about that. Yeah. So it's not. Some people come also with the idea that they have to be afraid. Yeah. You have to keep their bags strong. And so in, in reality, then they, they feel much more relaxed after leaving uh, and they maybe understand a little bit better uh, the origin. In episode 10, I was joined by our friend Jerry. He spoke about how much he loves his role as a tour manager and how he really does make friends with our customers and how he stayed in touch with them since. He even spoke to us about when he's on his own holidays further afield and randomly bumps into Jules Van customers while abroad. Such a surreal experience. There was a, an episode last year where I met a couple that was um, on a Jules Fern tour with me um, in Seville, um, and I thought they were coming on to my next tour, but no, they were travelling with, with someone else independently. But actually to bump in them um, at the airport then is quite amazing. Do you find that, that sometimes you might be in, as we said, the Silk Road, and all of a sudden you hear, oh, hello, Jerry? Uh, most definitely. That's, that's, that, has, that has happened on more than one occasion. Gosh, that must be a really surreal experience to be in the middle of the Silk Road. And lastly, but by no means least, in episode 11, I spoke to Laura. Laura's Jules Verne's most experienced team member. She is the curator of many exceptional escorted tours. And in that episode, she discussed her recent trip to Pakistan. Listening to Laura's passion for travel certainly made my bucket list of destinations get longer. I could just imagine you felt like you were the only person there. It is incredible. You are you you're amongst the only tourists there at the moment. A lot of Instagrammers are starting to go there. It's getting a lot of coverage, but you will stand in the Hunza Valley at Eagle's Nest View and you are surrounded 360 degrees by towering peaks, clear blue skies, mountain on the top of the peaks. You don't know you're holding your breath until you have to breathe again. It is the most incredible, incredible place to see. So 
Hunza Valley is a favourite of mine. So while we're away recording series two to bring you even more inspirational content from destinations around the world, why not take a moment to revisit your favourite episode or listen to an episode you've not heard before about a destination you're longing to visit. You can still access all episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. But before we go, as promised, the three conversations that captured my heart the most. This was incredibly hard. I have loved speaking to each and every one of our guests about the amazing destinations that they represent, they want to visit or they have visited. But the first of my top three conversations has to be with Vineet from India. Vineet travelled all the way from India to talk to us. He's so kind and gentle and is such a fountain of knowledge of all things to do with his country. I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope you did too. I have to say, second of my top three has to be David in Tanzania. David's passion for what he has built out in Tanzania and the people that live there is truly amazing. He really did inspire me to book my next holiday. And at number one, I have to say, it was Simon Reeve. I was so lucky to be able to record this episode with Simon. I went to meet him in London at his book launch and we chatted before and after the podcast. And he left me with some sound advice. Simon's ethos is to get out there and experience the world and travel. And the best way to do that is through local people because they know the place best. I loved Simon's message in our conversation and I really enjoyed chatting to him. So I think although every conversation has been wonderful and every guest has been amazing, I think Simon was probably my favourite from series one. So that's it. We're taking a short break while we record more for series two and bring you even more inspirational content. But in the meantime, why not look back at your favourite episodes, rate, subscribe and share and share with us your fondest memories of your travel experiences. Goodbye for now.